Welcome to Decode Your Burnout, the podcast where we crack the code on burnout based on three primary factors, your programming, environment, and personality. We also feature experts who debunk the myths about what it takes to be successful in their industry and spin those tips to fit the workplace so you can optimize the way you work. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Grossman, a psychologist turned coach, author, and burnout expert. If you're burned out and want to go from exhausted to extraordinary, book a free breakthrough session with me by going to bookachatwithsharon.com. And if you want to see how you're doing and what to focus on next, download the burnout checklist. You'll find the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly forward slash check your burnout. Now let's get started. Hello, Decode Your Burnout fans, and welcome to another episode with me, Dr. Sharon Grossman. And today I am joined by Kitan Kolkarni, who is going to share with us about how to align yourself with an evidence-based model that's going to allow you to avoid burnout. Dr. Kolkarni is a physician, researcher, entrepreneur, and finance coach dedicating to helping others live their best lives. With a focus on excellence, creativity, and adding meaning, he's on a mission to transform the lives of 10 million professionals in the next five years through evidence-based content and challenging norms. So I'm super happy to have you on the show. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a real pleasure to be on the show and really discuss this. I know you're so much in this space already, and you have already done a lot of work here. So it's a real pleasure to share some of my ideas and and add to our co-creation. Absolutely. And, you know, the truth of the matter is there's an (laughs) endless amount of things that we can talk about when it comes to burnout. So we have not even skimmed the surface, I think, of what's out there and and the value that we can contribute in this context. So, you know, you're a physician, you do a lot of things. You're also an entrepreneur. I have to ask, have you burned out? Yeah, 100%. You know, I think, you know, the long story short is, is that like a lot of my colleagues, you know, I trained for 14 years with and somehow acquired with, and I'm talking with a retrospective scope, so it's always kind of smarter and easier. So like a lot of my colleagues, I trained for 14 years plus, and then ended up with this idea that I was going to do clinical research and, you know, the, all the great things that academic medicine people do. And it was all going great until 2017, 18, when I found myself completely burnt out, despite a very successful career on paper, you know, 60 page CV that looked absolutely phenomenal. And it's like, this doesn't feel and sound right. You know, something is not good. I'm presenting all over the world. You know, I'm meeting people that are superstars or perceived superstars, but I don't hear that they're happy. When I talk to them, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, this is crazy. You know, oh my gosh, I can't deal with that ICU. Some people are like, oh, it's not worth it. You know, I'm going to retire one of these days and just going to kick the can and I don't care about this anymore. It's like, I wasn't hearing, this is great. You know, I'm enjoying my life. You know, it was a rarity to hear that I'm really satisfied. You know, I'm very happy with what I'm doing. I enjoy a very successful family and a family life and, you know, have good friends and good relationships. You know, I, I didn't hear that I'm pursuing my hobbies all the time. I didn't hear people saying I'm learning new things. And I was in the middle of it all, you know, so and then in the next five, six, six or seven years now, I went through this identity shift 
it's a continuum. Like, you know, I am not nowhere near saying that I'm done with it. It's a work in progress. But it was this massive identity shift. You know, I did a lot of leadership training. I was exposed to coaching. I became a coach myself because I, I learned that it's such a phenomenal tool, you know, that you can not only change your life, but also help others transform their lives. And then, you know, it's been a journey of finding my own self again, realigning myself with my own interests, writing the book, and then now working on the second book, and then talking to a lot of people like you. I think that the tribe is already out there. It's up to us to really find them and connect. And, you know, there's so many myths to debunk, right? I mean, most often people are so willing to share and it's a matter of asking them, you know, it's it's quite the opposite. We think, well, that guy is too successful. He's not going to tell me anything, you know, he's going to just mm-hmm. whatever. It's nothing could be further from truth. You know, I, I, I've i had people sitting down with me showing their multi-million dollar portfolio and people taking me to their real estate site and people walking me through their ideas. And it's, mm-hmm. it's actually quite the opposite, I think. And, you know, if somebody doesn't want to share, that's up to them. You know, I, I think it's really... Uh, taking that first step and then that slowly becomes a whole mountain of steps. So, so that's what happened. I mean, I did experience the big burnout. Yeah, it, it sounds like there's this mindset that you have to have that says, just because they're more successful than me doesn't mean they're not going to want to share and include me in their success and maybe even mentor me, which I think is a really important message for people yeah. who are struggling or just starting out. And they're like, I don't really know what to do, how to make it kind of like you were once upon a time when you graduated from school and you're like, you know, I just spent over a decade getting myself ready to work. <laughs> And then I find out that people aren't actually happy in their lives. And so you realize some things needed to be really intentional and you needed to make some shifts. So thanks for sharing that. And now you're on the other side of this. You have this really incredible mission, as I mentioned in the beginning, to transform the lives of 10 million people in the next five years through evidence-based content. So tell us about what what is this transformation that you're excited about like getting them from what to what and what is that evidence based content that you're using to really challenge the norms and help them make that transformation yeah i know that's that's a phenomenal question i think and you know it all starts with who i am and i i perceive who i am that you know i i think i'm a student of life and ever since like early childhood, as far as I can remember, I had a lot of different interests. And they included, you know, like ancient wisdom and science and art and mathematics and even quantum physics. You know, I almost became a mathematician physicist before entering medicine. So, you know, it all stuck with me, right? And as I go look back, you know, I read hundreds of book, uh, books and, you know, there's a lot of evidence out there. And, you know, what happened after my experience with burnout and through my subsequent training and retraining with leadership and coaching and all of this is that I saw that there's all these two, 300 books or hundreds and hundreds of books and thousands of hours of content and so much research and material out there. But I and Francis Hugh, my co-author and friend and colleague, you know, we couldn't find one singular resource that was easy to access, easy to read without any jargon. So we said, well, you know what, let's just take it up on ourselves to, to try and do this, you know, because it will also help us and hopefully help millions of others who are looking for similar questions. So then in the next two years, you know, 2019 through 2021, 
we started putting all this content together and and does our book the legend request was born you know and it's it's really the, the book was named in a mystical mythical way because it's really a quest of uh excellence you know a quest of getting better or the quest of really answering your questions and problems in life and the way we structured that book was that the first part is all about identifying the problem so we call it the limited self model wherein we explain why most of the people experience some form of distress most of the time you know it's mm-hmm. very unusual people to say i'm feeling zen that's like you know when you go to a vacation or get a gift or have an achievement or something but very few people will tell you that yeah i feel perfect most of the time so so most people have a degree of discontent majority of the time and we explain all the reasons for that in a very simple way it's not jargon yet it's evidence based and then mm-hmm. we flip that model uh, and try to explain everything centered around self awareness and authentic alignment and really centering your life around your core values your desires your ideas and how and that, that doesn't mean that you do whatever you want and behave in whatever manner you want you know we take all the science that we understood from ancient wisdom and psychology and modern physics and mathematics and quantum physics and even yoga and mysticism and so many other fields to try and present a distilled very simple model based on awareness and primarily self awareness and then we discuss about how to you know resolve restrictive thoughts and emotions and how to really consciously choose your habits and create new patterns Uh, if you will so your brain mm-hmm. practically gets rewired and it, this is all evidence based based it happens and it's been shown that it can be done and everybody can do it like it's not some you know 6 month retreat or 10 year retreat or you know tens of thousands of dollars that you have to spend it's it's all accessible and easily available and then we argue that based on this inner work as we call it you know you can achieve inner excellence that will inevitably lead to outer excellence which we define mm-hmm. as success fulfillment and, and really mastering your finances you know i mean we have to talk about finances because very few of us will live off the grid and you will need money to supply whatever lifestyle that you desire and then the book ends by giving what we call a happiness hypothesis you know too many people are stuck in the idea of instant gratification or even even delayed gratification you know professional degrees are a form of delayed gratification you become a doctor you become a scientist and then you will be happy you know so mm-hmm. we talk about a very simple happiness hypothesis that's based on evidence and how to finally become a ceo of your life you know so this is our mission that you know again you know the legend request is work in progress we're working on part two of it you know workbooks for it and you know interviews and real life evidence and so on and so forth so so the idea is to present a simple self awareness based model that anybody and everybody around the world can access mm-hmm. and transform their lives to whatever whoever they wish to become okay, and again so, it's centered on, sorry go ahead no so i i just want to make sure we're all on the same page yeah. so even people who haven't read the book basically what you're saying is There is an evidence-based approach and what I heard you say is it's three steps that can help people avoid burnout. And it really the core concept here is you align yourself with yeah. what your what you care about, your values, the things that are important to you. And the reason that maybe people are unhappy is because they're not aligned and they're too focused on success and money and all these things without yeah. taking into consideration what their true values and desires are. 
So, so just walk us through. So step one, you said, is you want to identify the problem. And by that, you mean why you're unhappy? Yeah, exactly. You know, so why you're unhappy or I would take the concept broader. I would say why you are unfulfilled or why despite achieving X, Y, and Z, you know, we always deal with people who have a fair bit of money. They have multiple degrees. They have multiple alphabet letters, you know, after right. their names, they have homes, they have relationships. Yet there's distress, you know, and yet they mm-hmm. feel like, well, it's not worth it. So, right. you know, so, it's not just about unhappiness. It's about really fundamentally understanding what's off the charts. You know. So once you know what the problem is, what's the next step? Yeah. So the next step, you know, that goes to the part two of the book. Once we identify the problem, we don't start pushing it back. We take the problem and say, okay, well, these are the areas for you to work with. And then we take a step back to try and cultivate and develop self-awareness in very simple, you know, we've described many, many simple exercises, you know, just noticing your thoughts, noticing your emotions, noticing your habits, noticing even your thoughts about money. I mean, it's a whole process. But one of the things I want to highlight here on the podcast show is really identifying your core values. Like, you know, if you can really identify your core values and what's truly important to you, that could be a huge step in itself. I did a number of courses and some exercises to do that work myself. And I thought it was groundbreaking. It was transformational because, you know, if you are a person for whom compassion is, for example, a core value, then you are going to be always gravitated towards compassion. You know, Mm -hmm. for example, one of my core values is excellence, you know, so I look for excellence in everything, you know, right from a shoe to artwork to, you know, writing a research paper to trying to speak on a podcast to the wall colors or whatever it is, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's just how I am wired. I'm constantly gravitated to that. Once I figured that out, I realized that, well, I was doing or I am still doing all the research for the quest of excellence, not for having a longer CV, you know, and so that became like, okay, yeah, this is great, you know, like, so then when it's not the quest for excellence and somebody's asking you to do, well, yeah, can you be part of this and we'll just help you, you know, have a longer academic CV. Well, I just say, no, you know, it's not in alignment with what I want to do. So that makes me less unhappy about the stuff I don't want to do and more in alignment with what I want to do, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think identifying the core values is a big thing. And then I, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but then I think it's really doing and, and a lot of people think it's a, it's a shift like that, right? But I, I really think it's a process. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, right? I mean, you really have to either do the work yourself or work with somebody to identify your existing mindset, identify your restrictive patterns, your emotions, and thoughts that might be self-limiting, you know? Burnout certainly is a systemic problem, but I think we are part of the system, right? I mean, we first have to align ourselves before we start you know, wagging the dog with its tail, you know, this entire system is not immediately going to change. We first have to take our steps to align and do what we can do better. Uh, And then hopefully, you know, slowly but surely the system will change. And there'll be that's a whole separate issue to talk about. And then once you've identified these values and really figured out what success means to you and learned better about aligning your thoughts and emotions and dealt with your restrictive patterns, then we walk through a whole other set of steps where we try to provide a framework for success. I mean, too often we are stuck in this, you know, pigeonhole of 
defining success only with extrinsic parameters of achievement. You know, so many people believe that achievement is equal to success and nothing could be further from truth, right? I mean, all of us as professionals, as highly trained professionals have been part of that problem, right? We think, okay, only when I get three awards, I'm going to be good. You know, only when you publish a hundred papers, you'll be good. Only when I own so much real estate, I'll be good. Only when I have 10,000 followers, I'll be good. You know, all of those myths, you know, you can put anything there that you want, Mm -hmm. but evidence is abundantly clear that, you know, that's not a good definition of success. That's a recipe for burnout. You know, success requires a much more comprehensive discussion and definition. And it's above everything, I think it's unique, right? I mean, what's success for you is very likely not success for me. You know, sure, Sure. it's different for everybody. So, okay, so just to be clear, step yeah. one, and correct me if I'm wrong, step one is identify why you're unfulfilled. Step two yeah. is cultivate self-awareness to really identify your core values, your limiting beliefs, and your patterns. And step three is align your thoughts and emotions with your values and align your behaviors with your definition of success. Yeah, and you know, for the step three, what we did actually, and that's the work we are currently doing on developing a lot of people came with the feedback that you've provided all the evidence and the data in the book, but you know, it's not that simple to actually action that. And mm. I, and we get it because, you know, you have to actually not necessarily handhold in a bad way, but you need the help. You need the tribe. You need the accountability. You need to do the work to achieve all those goals. So now we are working okay. on developing these, what we call blueprint exercises. So we've actually developed a success blueprint exercise We've developed a finance blueprint exercise and we have developed a leadership blueprint exercise with leadership in the context of self-development. So you have a lot of resources. You have a lot of resources. And and really what you're saying is there's this myth that you can figure all this out on your own. Yeah, absolutely. That you can achieve your success through trial and error and that you know, you don't need all these things. And you're saying, no, that's not true. You actually need a framework. You need accountability. You need that blueprint. And so those are the things that are going to actually allow you to be successful. So it's one thing to kind of have an idea of what you want and make some goals, but then to actually achieve it, it takes all these additional steps. So that's really important. What about people who say, you know, you really can't have a clear evidence-based model to align yourself and avoid burnout. That's that's not really a thing. What would you say? <laughs> well, I mean, first off, you nailed the last point. I think you, you said it so well that I really, really like that. You know, I, I might steal that line in future. You know, you, you really showed that perfectly. And <laughs> I think the secondly, to, sorry, what's that? <laughs> you, you can have it. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate that. And secondly, you know, I think there's always going to be somebody with that kind of blind spot, right? I mean, I approach them now with compassion that, you know, you first have to understand where they are coming from. You know, it's like talking about money. I mean, so many people firmly believe, like I have so many wealthy friends who still believe money is bad. You know, there's so many people who feel that very famous people are just notorious, you know, and there's so many people who have all these beliefs and patterns that they have acquired from somewhere, you know? So I think the answer to them is that, you know, you have to bring them to a point to show them that there is an alternative answer. There's an alternative possibility. There is an alternative, you know, method of doing things. I mean, it's like I was reading in one famous book that, you know, you can't tell people what's wrong. You can only tell them what's right. And then hopefully when they're ready, 
they will sort of lead up to it, right? I mean, it's so, a famous Chinese thing, right? That the master will show up when the student is ready. You know? So sure. it's kind of that thing. So, so what is essentially, what is that evidence-based approach that you're taking? Can you spell that out for us? In, 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 you mean in particular or for overall? Well, when you say that you have this evidence-based model to help align yourself, what is, what is that evidence-based model? What does that look like? Yeah, so the evidence-based model, you know, the first version of the model we we published in in our book, The Legend Request, you know, so the the evidence-based model, like I was mentioning, centers or brings conscious awareness at the forefront of everything. I mean, the ancient wisdom has been sort of remarkable in this area because that actually, so I'm going to go into a little bit of theory if that's okay, but, you know, we now know that we are not our body, we're not our mind, we're not our thoughts, we're not our emotions. You know, who we are is the conscious awareness that we are. And we are the ones that are experienced. And this is a famous psychology principle. Like, I mean, we are the ones that are aware of our brain. We are the ones aware of our mind. We are the ones aware of our bodies, you know. So if we learn to bring our conscious awareness at the forefront, then that's a big, big step. You know, a lot of ancient wisdom is based on that. So what that means that this is a flip side of the limited self model as we describe in the book. So mm. once we try to bring the conscious awareness at the forefront of our lives, you know, we can identify that gap between our conscious awareness and our thoughts, emotions, habits, and everything else that we have. And that mm. gap is a big, big gold mine, I think, you know, then we start realizing that we have a choice, you know, we have a choice to allow the mental chatter to go into the background. We have a choice to choose our thoughts and emotions and habits in any circumstance, good or bad. You know, we have a choice to consciously cultivate the thoughts, emotions and habits or actions that we want to cultivate. We have a conscious choice to really live by design, regardless of the circumstances that happen around us. So uh, really the the evidence, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you're saying the evidence-based principle that you're anchoring to is the idea of conscious awareness. Yeah, correct. You know, okay. so the, the crux of the evidence there comes from conscious awareness. And we could spend three hours explaining why that's, there's evidence to that, but you can turn to any corner of the world. You know, there's no corners to the world, but you can look at any ancient culture, like right from the Japanese culture to the Chinese and or the Indian culture, the, Tol the Toltec culture, or, you know, the, the First Nations culture in Canada. You know, you go anywhere. I mean, yeah. it's very abundantly evident. They use different terminologies for it. And we actually did all that, right? I mean, I have yeah. scholarly translations of every single religious textbook, you know, and they all, when you read it, Carefully, yeah. it starts moving together. You know, it starts sure. talking about how we are conscious of our human beings and how we can leverage on that. You know, so uh, aside and then that goes in the interest of time, you you mentioned conscious awareness is part of this evidence based model. Is there more to it? And if so, can you share that with us in one to two sentences? Is there more to it? Yes, I mean, there's a lot more to it. I mean. Uh, again, you know, I just I would I'll share that in the sense of not letting this go in into in a direction we don't desire. We are not saying that you know go spiritual or follow a religious pathway. This is about bringing conscious awareness to the forefront of your life and applying the evidence around choice of thoughts and emotions and some subconscious rewiring and cultivating your desired life by design to actually mm -hmm. achieve tangible outcomes. You know, we're not talking about some 
fancy rara theory that doesn't sure. work you know we, we're talking about solid yeah. data that actually works fantastic this is really really cool and i'm glad that you were able to really spell it out for us now we've talked about a lot of things today that it's important to have an evidence-based model that it is possible for you to align yourself that you don't have to stay unfulfilled that happiness for a lot of people is this hypothesis of you know i'll have it later when you can have it now so there's a lot of really important gems in your message and i really thank you for writing the legendary quest which we will share in our show notes and for coming on and really spelling out the three steps that people need to use in order to align themselves in that evidence-based model that you created that can help them avoid burnout. So this is really cool. Super excited about your mission to transform the lives of 10 million people. How far along would you say you are in that? Well, I think it's coming along really good. You know, we might change that number. I think we might make it a billion people, you know, because now the opportunity. Yeah, this is a great example. You know, I had absolutely no idea how to do that. But just in the last few months, I've had the blessing opportunity of participating in some large advocacy international missions. So, you know, that may not actually be just this message, but again, the core center message of that big international mission is self-awareness and then leading to, you know, health and whatever, well-being and preventive oncology and, you know, national integration or whatever, global peace. So it still centers around self-awareness. So I think it's an exciting time when we are going to be able to reach out to the masses. I think, you know, I'm really excited about upcoming times. So so we'll see. Hopefully I can can bust my own limiting belief of a million people and change it, you know. Isn't that something? (laughs) Isn't that something that when we think about a million people and transforming those lives with that in and of itself can be a limiting belief. Well, listen, I will, as I mentioned, share the link to your book and what is your website so people who want to maybe learn more about the work that you do can follow up yes so you know the, my website's name is savvyphysician.cas and the, the group on facebook is also savvy physician and i'm also on linkedin you know i, I think that's how we m- might have connected in the beginning so very happy to connect with everybody answer any questions you know, co-create, collaborate. I think it's all about growth mindset and you're always learning from everybody and everyone. Fantastic. So we're very happy to be on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, for all of you thinkers out there, what did you think of the show? If you are a feeler, how did hearing this make you feel? And for all of you doers, what are you going to do based on what you've heard? Regardless of what your personality code is, my goal is to spread the word that burnout is a unique experience and by decoding it, You can find solutions that are equally unique to you. Help me spread this message by subscribing to the show on Apple or Spotify and leaving us a review telling us what you think, feel, or do differently because of the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can also leave me a comment or questions to answer in future episodes. And please recommend the show to anyone struggling with burnout. If you are ready to take the next step with me to DYB, go to decodeyourburnout.com and I'll see you right back here next week. Take care. Bye.